Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. <clears throat> Today is the anniversary of the disappearance from our model vision of Srila Haridash Thakur, the disappearance of Srila Haridash Thakur. He is known as Nama Acharya. Particularly is emphasized that he would chant 300,000 names of the Lord daily. In this way, he's an Acharya teacher. By example, but it's not just teaching by example, but by teaching by giving the proper understanding of what is the holy name, Nama Tattva. Shuddhanama Tattva, particularly what is Shuddhanama Tattva. So both things. He, he preached and he practiced. And as Sanatan Goswami said to Haridas Thakur, Acha kare keho na kare pracha pracha kare keho na kare acha. Acha pracha name karahudui karj to me. Sarva Guru Tumi Jagatair Arj. Some preach but don't practice properly. Some practice very well but don't preach. But you do both in relation to the holy name. And therefore you are the guru of all and the best person in the universe. Uh, his teachings on the holy name. Uh, we find in Chaitanya Charitamrita in the assembly of Hiranya and Govardhan Majumda, Haidash Thakur explained the glories of the holy name that granting liberation is only a, it's only a, such a great, what is considered such a great thing, granting liberation. It's just a minor byproduct of chanting the name purely. In Chaitanya Bhagavat, we find also Haridash Thakur instructing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked Haridash Thakur, how will all these unfortunate living beings who cannot chant, how will they be delivered? Parshupaki kitaadi balite napare shunale harinam tara otare Haridash Thakur said, the, the animals, the birds, the insects, and so on, they can't chant the holy names, but they can hear it. They'll be delivered by hearing. <clears throat> Particularly the subject of chanting in purity was instructed by Haridash Thakur to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in great detail, what is Shuddhanam, as recorded in Harinamachintamani by Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Now today is a suitable day when I'm going to introduce the subject of, or introduce a series of talks on Prakrita Rasha Shatadushini by Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, in which 
he just as Haridosh Thakur distinguished between impure and improper chanting of the holy name and the actual holy the the, the name who manifests himself when chanted in pure consciousness. So just as Haridash Thakur dilated on that, so Bhaktisthan Sasar Thakur in this poem, uh, he discussed the subject. Prakrita Rasha Shata Dushini. Prakrita means mundane, material. Rasa is a... Uh, Essential topic as uh, in Gorya Vaishnavism, especially. And Shata Dushini means a hundred refutations. Bhaktisthan Sarsar Thakur, as all the great Vaishnava Acharyas, they come to show the way back to Godhead. The way is. Uh, beset with many thorns. Kalo Sri Bhakti Marge, Kantaka Koti Ruddha. Especially in Kali Yuga, the path of devotional service is beset with innumerable thorns. <coughs> Bhaktisthan Sarsvartako was preaching mainly in Bengal where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's name, fame, glories, well-spread, well-known, popular. There was so much chanting of the holy names going on. But Bhaktisthan Saswar Thakur saw a <coughs> great uh, need to re-establish the pure sampradaya of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because what was going on in the name of devotional service, much of it was uh, mixed up with the thorns or another another analogy is the witches of the desire for material enjoyment and the desire for liberation. So Bhaktisiddhan Saraswar Thakur, who is known as the uh, Rupa Anugavi Ruddha Apasiddhanta Hari, the one who removes the misconceptions which are going on in the name of Rupa Goswami. Or the, 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 he, he removes the darkness of the misconceptions that cover the teachings of the real followers of Rupa Goswami. Now, Rupa Goswami, of course, is uh, the head of our Gorya Sampradaya. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, yes, but we're known as Rupa Anugas, not Chaitanya Anugas. Uh, there are various reasons for that. Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Dadati Kam. We pray that when will Srila Rupa Goswami, who established within this world the heart's desire of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when will he grant me uh, proximity 
to his lotus feet. What was in the heart of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which was not broadcast. Sarup Damada knew, but he didn't tell anyone. Rupa Goswami knew, and he wrote about it. Mm. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to taste bhakti rasa and to distribute bhakti rasa. Before we go and talk about rasa, uh, what is prakrita rasa, materialistic rasa, or materially infected rasa, we should maybe consider what, what is bhakti rasa, which is the subject of Rupa Goswami's Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, this essential book for Gauriya Vaishnavas. So therein, Rupa Goswami, he defines bhakti rasa. Um, bhakti rasa means the... Mm, the nectarian ocean of bhakti rasa. Bhakti means here pure devotional service, and rasa is the subject. It's difficult to give any English word which. Uh, no, there is no English word to translate it. And even if we try to explain it, it's not that easy to understand. It, in that sense, it's like dharma. It's a word which is not translatable properly into English. And even if you try to explain it, there are so many facets to it that, uh, and so many different opinions on it that it's hard to understand. So the definition given by Rupa Goswami of Bhakti Rasa, he gives this. In his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Vyatitya Bhavana Varmayas Chamatkara Bharabhu, Hridi Sat Vojvale Bardham, Svadatai Sarasomataha. There's a translation given here which I'll read, and it probably won't help much to understand <laughs> unless you've studied Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu and know what we're talking about. It's just like if you can say E equals MC squared and say energy equals mass times the speed of light squared and you can say it, but what does it mean? It's difficult to understand. I can't even begin to understand it because how can you square the mass? How do you square a watch, for instance? You can square the numbers which correspond to mass, but you can't. So anyway, that's another subject altogether. Uh, okay, a translation given here. When one stai bhav, permanent emotion, combines with four other ingredients, namely vibhava, the stimulus that causes one to taste one's eternal bhava. That's also in, divided into two divisions. Anubhav, visible symptoms of that bhav. Sattvic bhav. Eight transformations that occur when the heart becomes saturated with pure emotion. And Vyabhichara bhav, bhavs that rise like waves in the ocean of one's eternal relationship, surpasses the path of mundane contemplation and manifests on the platform of a radiant heart that is thoroughly purified by Shuddha, Sattva. It constitutes rasa. It is the basis of excessive astonishment, 
and it is relished in a heart that is pure. So now you know what rasa is. It's very technical uh, analysis. Bhaktira Samrita Sindhu is very technical analysis. But important points here uh, in considering what is the vikrita rasa or the perverted rasa or prakrita rasa, material mundane rasa, is that it arises, bhakti rasa arises in a heart that is pure. Uh, in, only in a part of someone who's pure, they can realize what is this tai bhav, their eternal relationship with Krishna. Yeah. Uh, so someone who, who doesn't have, who has not come to that platform, and not on the platform of Shuddha Sattva, very much uh, in the grip of the three modes of material nature, then if they are to make a show of relishing rasa and calling themselves Rasik Bhakta, it's, what does it become? Shuti Smriti Purana Adi Pancharatra Vidhing Vina Aikanta Kiharya Bhaktiya utpate aiva kalpate devotional service which is performed <clears throat> without following the directions in all these shastras it's it's not helpful it's just a disturbance to the actual path of bhakti so similarly if one doesn't follow rupa goswami uh, his directions in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, which begin with sadhana bhakti. Well, first of all, it begins with a definition of what what is the subject matter of this book. It's anyabhilashita shunyam jnana karma dhyanavritam anukulyena krishnanushilanam bhakti rutama. It begins with an attitude of pure devotion, that there is no uh, cultivation of desire for material enjoyment or desire for release from material existence, but only uh, intense cultivation of pure devotional service to Krishna. So that is the subject matter. Uh, what is the nature of pure devotion? How pure devotion surpasses liberation? All this is set out. And then, first of all, the... the, the, the among the three divisions. Actually, bhakti means prema bhakti. Rasa arises in the heart where there is prema, and it can begin to arise. One ray, just like sun ray, one sun ray of prema arises when there is bhav. All this is discussed in bhakti rasamrita Sindhu. But first of all, there is consideration of Sadhana bhakti, devotional service in the stage of sadhana. So one who is not uh, eligible, who who's still needs to practice sadhana to come to the platform of, of awakening one's eternal relationship with Krishna, if they proclaim themselves to be on the pl platform of relishing rasa, it's uh, nonsense. 
it, it, it is an anartha in itself. That's a term we're going to be coming across a lot in this Prakrita Rasha Shatha Dushini. It's, it's an anartha in itself. An, an anartha, it's an, actually an obstacle on the path of actually coming to the path, to the, to the point of pure devotion. We may think, well, Bhaktisthan Sasha, it's, it's nice to look back in history and see all these things. And it's very interesting how he was fighting against all the sahajiyas. And, but it's not just for the past, it's for the present also. As we see, and, and that's why I want to speak on this, as we see at the present time, that um, this sahajiyaism, prakrita sahajiya, those who take devotional service to be very cheap, this has uh, very much entered the Vaishnav society, which has entered uh, this Vaishnavism, the cult of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is now spread all over the world. And throughout the world, now the <clears throat> Sahajya Bhav, the cheap feelings, a cheap approach, uh, is becoming prominent, and it be, then it be, again we come to the same situation. It becomes difficult to preach pure devotional service, as Rupa Goswami taught, as Bhaktisthan Saraswati taught, extracting it from the mouth of the Sahajiyas, and as of course Srila Prabhupada taught. So this uh, analysis of the or discussion of this. Prakrita Rasha Shatta Dushini is very relevant for Vaishnav society at the present time. I'm just going to give a short introduction here. I'll read the first verse. There are 70, how many? 70, 78 verses. Um, I'll read the first verse now and we can discuss more later. The first verse is a summary of the whole poem. Uh, we're talking about rasa, and generally when we hear the talking about rasa, it's bhakti ras prem, and it's all hurry bowl. But this is in a warning mood. The whole, the whole poem of bhakti stansasvik thakur is a warning mood. Don't rush in. Don't mistake that which is unreal for that which is real. So the first verse, and it sets the mood. And any one of these verses could be discussed in great length. But I'll just state it now. The first verse, Prakrita Cheshtate Bhai Kabu Rosh Hoina Jariya Prakrita Rosh Shuddha Bhakta Gaina By any material efforts, Bhai, means you're just speaking. I'm not putting you down. I'm just Bhai, brother. I'm just speaking friendly words to you. By any mundane efforts, what is actual rasa can never be awakened. And those who are actual pure devotees, they never praise the mundane rasa. I'll come back to the so to this later, Krishna willing, uh, in other sessions, 
And uh, just a short introduction. We'll finish there now because I'm supposed you're supposed to tell me about all the devotees here, what they're doing. All right, so we'll finish this talk just now. <laughs>